Hey Village, welcome to another installment of our midweek podcast. Uh, this week we have Yesenia joining us. Yesenia, could you introduce yourself, your role, and what you do here? Yeah, so my name is Yesenia and I am an admin here. I work at the front office uh, supporting several ministries like kids, um, youth, um, and just different um, things that come up. Um, and so a little bit more about myself. I am a daughter of two immigrants um, from Mexico. I am a sister to oldest sister to six siblings. Uh, means I'm always right. <laughs> Kidding. Love but it. Not yes. really. Um, so I am the typical oldest child. Um, I fit into that category um, mm. perfectly. Um, and I have uh, I'm a tia to four nieces and nephews. Wow. Um, and I am married uh, to the one and only Jacob Ferrier. Yes. <laughs> uh, we've been married for two years now. Um, and yeah, our typical, I think uh, our routine, we're very routine people. Love it. Um, and so I think uh, to give you more of who we are, we have a community garden plot here. So good, yes. Um, and we love just reading, board games. Um, we're very old souls. So I think <laughs> that's it. just kind of... Uh, tabulates who we are um, and so and so how yeah. did you guys come to village yeah so we we both graduated from George Fox University and um, we were just looking for a church when we oh. moved up here to the Beaverton um, area mm. um, Jake was working here and then I later on moved over and then we this was our third church that we um, were visiting and yeah. the very first chapel service we um, were part of or listened to. Renji mm. was preaching. Um, the worship was amazing. And we just really mm. felt home, um, especially with singing songs in, in Spanish, yeah. in my own language, um, in Korean, and just mm. seeing the different faces um, just felt different. Um, and so we, we, on our way drive home, we just kind of looked at each other and like, okay, I think this is this is going to be home for us because yeah. usually our, our other churches, we would say like, oh, I didn't really like this or I don't know if I agreed with that or yeah. um, the people that we greeted, it was a little interesting. Something felt a little off-putting mm -hmm. and then coming here at Village and meeting some key mm -hmm. people already just felt um, very much at home That's so um, good. and felt that we um, needed to be here. Yeah. So, no, mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. And and. Village, what you don't know is we have such a dedicated and faithful team um, that, that serves uh, as, as really like the, the root network of mm -hmm. all of our ministries. And so a lot of the work we do can't be done without you. Mm -hmm. And so we want to highlight not just our our ministry directors and pastors, but also the, the staff that serve week in and week out faithfully. So thank you so much for joining yeah. us yeah, on the podcast. Yeah. And, and so in discussing Pastor Paul's sermon from this past weekend, um, I, I, as mentioned, our, our village team just landed mm -hmm. um, in, in Turkey, I believe. They just took a tour of Ephesus. Pastor John Jordan uh, braved the heat in some denim jeans from Heck what yeah. I've heard. And so <laughs> through and through, we're keeping the Pacific Northwest vibes. That's but right. what, what Pastor Bob talked about this past week was, um, what does it mean to have our reward as Christians? As followers of Jesus, what are our rewards and so he he listed a couple of things i'd love for us mm -hmm. to um put our, our hands on and really sink into he says one uh a heavenly reward is a gift two heavenly rewards must not be imagined and understood from perspectives mm. that are shaped by our individualistic self 
centric and materialistic addictions. Three, it will probably be more material, not materialistic than what we thought it to be. Um, for the essence of the heavens is the person and presence of Jesus. And then lastly, there'll be some continuities and discontinuities between this life and the life to come. And so when we think about heavenly rewards, I know for me growing up, mm -hmm. heavenly rewards were portrayed as this, like golden crown, sheets yeah. of gold, big, big mansion in my father's house yeah. type thing mm -hmm. um, and that really shaped my motivations mm. initially for following Jesus of mm -hmm. like I, I want to follow Jesus because I want to be in this heavenly city with all of this stuff could yeah. you share for you a bit what you think about uh, initially when you think of heavenly rewards yeah um, let me give a little bit of a backstory so I think you can kind of understand the context that I'm speaking from um, so I was born in California and um, when we lived there, we ended up going to a smaller church, small local church. And so, um, and I was the one in my family out of five that always wanted to be at church. I wanted, I initiated prayer. Um, I always wanted to be in a small group or, or just be at church. I felt mm. like being at, at, at our local church felt like home to mm. me. Um, and so that we uh, were at that church for about a year or so. Um, but one of the main reasons we kept going to that church was because I wanted to be there for some reason reason like there was something calling me to to church mm. um, and so after we had moved from California to Oregon um, we kind of just stopped going to church altogether um, and when we would when we would go to church it was very um, almost like bench warmers mm. um, it was just to be there to mark off that Sunday mornings was a church thing we did it as a family and then come home and all of our problems were resurfaced yeah right the perfectionism yeah. of just like hi mm. brothers and sisters we're here right. to greet you and mm. and love on you um, but then at home the fighting the bickering mm. um, everything came out and so um, then there was this deep deep yearning for me um, in my senior year of high school and going into college where I think I had this like um, breakdown slash spiritual awakening yeah. of just um, rekindling my relationship with Christ mm. um, and my motivation of just wanting to have my life together wanting very um, individualistic of yeah. like me 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 yeah. um, I need things to look better for me um, mm. it then became this necessity of mm. like I knew Jesus was in my life when I was younger and I felt at peace regardless of all the issues or problems that were happening at home mm. I knew that um, I needed God as a necessity, no longer as a motivation. Mm. Um, and so now my reward, I think, is just having peace uh, peace, and being able to know that I can love my neighbors and love my community mm. um, through the love of Christ, mm. right? And so um, I see that now as a necessity when I wake up and do my prayers or when I start off with my grounding there. Yeah. It's um, at the foundation because um, mm. if I'm only relying on myself for my own um, love it can only go so far I can't yeah. fully love you unless yeah. I'm able to fully love myself and fully love mm. um, through God yeah um, to be able to love others mm. and so that's I think one of my rewards is being able to love others mm. through the love mm. of Christ um, in my community and so I think through that in serving and doing it alongside my community yeah. has is I think a reward for me a heavenly yeah. reward of yeah. being able to worship alongside that's and so understand good. other people's cultures and yeah. and being able to be in community if mm, that makes sense so. that's so good I, I think for us sometimes w if we're not careful we think that God's blessing comes in materialistic yeah. ways like 
um, of course, we're, we're uh, told to go to God for all of our needs. And so mm-hmm. that includes financial needs. That includes um, um, materialistic needs. But God isn't some sort of genie mm-hmm. that grants wishes. God is a good father that answers yeah needs and prayers Mm -hmm. and so I think what you just shared is so wonderful because um, you weren't talking about materialistic needs but you were talking about material needs that the needs that we have aren't separated from our bodies but it it very much is tied to our bodies the way that we relate to one another Mm -hmm. and our in community Mm -hmm. is not separated from our bodies and so God our, our reward that God gives us is an answer to our material needs. Mm-hmm. God gives us a greater capacity to love, to be patient, to be mm-hmm. compassionate, and to care. And so the shift away from a materialistic um, desire mm-hmm. and reward to a material um, presentness. I, I love that Pastor Paul says that... It's not a materialistic addiction, mm-hmm. but involves material. It involves our bodies yeah. and our being. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so what you shared is, is so profound because God meets us there. God mm-hmm. fulfills our needs and the rewards that he gives us aren't superficial, right. but they're a benefit for us to be in community. Right, right, and right. so when you think of um, uh, heaven, mm-hmm. what what comes to mind when you think of heaven yeah i think i have um i think it's difficult for me to understand or to really even grasp what heaven would look like or Mm -hmm. what heaven is Mm -hmm. right um because i think um heaven is here as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right and in in our works uh, in our job and in in how we love each other i think heaven is here and god meets us here and he's in our presence um so i think of heaven in that way of being able to build something here um but then i also think of just um when I die or when I pass, right, mm-hmm. of, of that heaven, of being able to fully uh, meet God and, mm-hmm. and uh, he's able to look at me and like, yeah. I, you, you've done what I've called mm-hmm. you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to have that in the back of my mind, I think that's my, mm-hmm. my idea of heaven is like, mm-hmm. have we done as your people done what you've called us to do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, have we been in community? Have we been loving each other? Have we been able to... Um, just obey um, what you've called us to do here. Mm. And so I think for me, I'm still grappling on what heaven looks like um, yeah. theologically, but also maybe logistically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think I, I'm, I'm yeah. both and in yeah. that. So. No, that's so good because I think oftentimes when we think of heaven, we think it's a place that we go to after mm-hmm. we die. And so for so many of us, we follow Jesus um, only in anticipation and yeah. never in participation yep. mm-hmm. as if our real lives don't start until we die. Mm-hmm. So, uh, our Christian lives are really wasted during yeah. this duration. Yeah. But what you shared about heaven being here and now, I think that's the, the reward and the invitation. Yeah. The reward isn't that when we die, we go to heaven, mm-hmm. but the reward is that because heaven is God's presence yeah. here and now yeah. we can live out what God um, has intended for us for sure. and that uh, heaven heaven isn't a reward given to us um, after we die because heaven is without Jesus. Mm-hmm. Rather, 
heaven is the presence of Jesus and yeah. Jesus is here and now. Right. That's mm-hmm. why Jesus prays uh, in the Lord's Prayer, like your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven right. here yes. and now. Yes. And and Amen. so I love what you shared about the um, the the presentness. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, yeah, there's always logistics. Pastor Paul said in his sermon, like, we eat in the new heavens. So what does that mean about <laughs> yeah. our bodies and, yeah. and or, uh, everything, the mm-hmm. facilities? Mm-hmm. And so there's, of course, logistics that we have to figure out. Yeah. But the very real presentness yeah. of Jesus being here and now, I think, reorients us entirely. Mm-hmm. It moves us away from, okay, uh, I, I believe in God now and I'm just anticipating my death so I yeah, can live my real life. Right, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Or just ignoring things, right? Like, oh, I don't have to focus on those things because like this isn't our home, mm-hmm. right? Or this mm-hmm. isn't, um, this is just going to pass. But in, in knowing that um, we are made in the image of God and God yeah. is with us um, and seeking him, being able to comfort others and being able to just um, relieve some of those and be actually the hands and feet of Jesus mm-hmm. um, is being present and being here for mm. sure so and so if you as we wrap up if you had to give uh one um piece of encouragement or advice mm. for somebody who is following jesus mm. what is something uh that god has done in your life that you feel has been beneficial to mm. your walk with him yeah 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 yeah. i think it, it definitely has been seeing um i think as humans we're very um or at least for me speaking from my own experience, like when everything is going great, right? I, I tend to forget God, right? Mm. I'm like, oh, everything's good. Mm. Um, I pray less. Um, I'm, my family's great. But then yeah. as soon as something happens, like, oh, Lord, yeah. you know, I'm right. on my hands and feet, right. you know, yeah. pray. But I think seeing it and shifting, um, uh, like for my birthday. So I turned 25 in January mm-hmm. and like I was going through a midlife crisis, mm-hmm, right? Just mm-hmm. dramatic. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. As, just, millennials as millennials do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just really evaluating, like, how is my soul, mm. right? How am I doing? Um, am I resting in, in at the feet of Jesus? Yeah. Um, and just shifting that mentality of just only reaching out to Christ when I need Him and need comfort instead of just seeing it as more of a necessity mm. as when I drink water, as when I need to breathe and really understanding that it's, it's part of my life, right? I my innate um, human feature is to want to worship, right? Mm. And so that um, can be turned into so many different directions mm. through my phone, through the people I spend time yeah. with. Um, but really seeing that as a necessity of I need Christ in the mornings or mm. I need Christ every day in order to fully mm. uh, be grounded and have that as a foundation. And so I would say that um, my advice uh, through my um, journey so far has been seeing that as as also a need like water, mm. a need that I, I need Christ yeah. um, because I am human and I yeah. fail all the time. Yeah. Um, but God is a graceful God and mm. a faithful father. And mm. I can turn to him when I, um, you know, when I compare myself, yeah. when yeah. I um, do all these things that just eat at my soul yeah. Um, yeah. and not fully be able to um, live al- mm. and be in alignment with Christ and, mm. and live a more present life. So well, thank you for sharing that. So. Thank you. Yeah, well, sure. Village, this has been such a, an exciting conversation because we, we need to question our motives mm-hmm. and our intentions. Why are we following Jesus? If it's for a materialistic need, maybe we need to pray for God to provide for us so that our attention can be refocused on Him because our true and actual reward is His presence. And hopefully 
if, if this podcast isn't a reward for you, it can at least be a treat <laughs> for your yeah. midweek. And yeah. so as always, if you have any questions, send it in to Tony at villagebeaverton.com. And we look forward to joining you again uh, next week as we discuss Pastor Drew's sermon uh, oh, yes. for this Sunday. So have a good one. And thanks so much for joining us.